on SAFM. It is a jam-packed Friday. It's the chill zone. And uh, we're about to talk about quite a big landmark, a beautiful landmark for that matter. That's a Kruger Shalati celebrated a momentous occasion, a century since the inaugural overnight railway stay and bush feast by tourists into the renowned Kruger National Park. I know I'm loving my big five. And I got to see not all five. I think I saw four this last weekend. But joining us, I've got, um, well, talking about, you know, the historic and cultural perspective of Shalati, um, speaking to Jerima Bena, CEO of Mutsamai Tourism Group. Good to have you on the Chill Zone. Lovely to have you and good evening to your listeners. Thank you so much for making time. So celebrating a hundred years. Yep, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a big milestone for the bridge. And I think it tells kind of a lot of the history of what took place there before the park became what it is today. And let's just touch base with what actually transpired the very first time when the gates were opened and your very first guests, I mean, your very first uh, guests, how they arrived at the Kruger National Park at Shalati. I think one has to go back to, Shalati is only three years old as a train on the bridge hotel. But the bridge itself has got a long, long, long history. And it really goes back to the time when there was gold that was discovered in the Shalati, in the Shalati River Basin. Um, and really it was around 1886. And around that same time, I think there were plans to build a railway line that connected Komachi Port to an area that's just around the corner from us called Newington. And in about 1912, I think the bridge was concluded in terms of the bridge that now stands as what we call the the, the Shalati Bridge or the the, the Sabi River Bridge. And I was just looking at some of the, you know, in some of the information where they said that, you know, um, since the the first tourists entered Kruger National Park by rail, known as the Round in Nine. The Round in Nine. What is the Round in Nine? The, the, the round in nine really came about because when the railway line was built, it was built really as a means to commute either miners or people who were involved in the in the mining of gold. And around 1923, I think there was a, a dip in the, the reserves of the gold in the area. So there was a need to kind of do a, a nine-day tour, which is how that round in nine tour uh, name came about. But I think the important thing is that it then became a very popular thing and it kind of uh, excited the warden at the time, a gentleman called uh, James Stevenson Hamilton, who was the, the park's first warden. And he then kind of was actually, he might be called the founder of the Kruger National Park as we know today. And that rounded nine was a big, big, big factor in determining what it was because people used to come into the park using rates uh, and they would pass up I think my, I don't know what's happening to my line. Um, It's getting a little bit uh, difficult to hear, Jerry. But basically, well, in 1923, like Jerry's highlighted, that, um, you know, as the gold reserves dwindled, the round in nine tour was introduced to bolster the rail uh, profits. And um, the tour of Mozambique and Lowveld was a captivating journey. 
quite an interesting scenario. And it is, you know, when you go to the National Kruger Park, you actually get to discover the little, you know, pockets or historical sites that are within uh, the park itself where you learn quite a lot um, about how the park became what it became and how it was um, preserved uh the way it is preserved. Let's just uh, check again. Jerry, are you back? Yes, I'm back. I'm ah, good. In. Great. Because you had gone missing there for a few for a few seconds. Yes, let's pick up where you left off. I was just saying that I think uh, with the round in nine, it really started creating excitement around people coming into the park using rails as a, as a means. And I think um, with the popularity of this thing and the Kruger National Park being a nature reserve, so the railway line was rerouted, but we still have the very last train that actually remained, uh, went into the park in 1973. That stands at the Kruger station to this day. And it was then, is it revamped? I stand to be corrected, in 2016. Come again? I said, was it then revamped in 2016? I stand yes, to be corrected. In, in, in 2016, we were basically had an opportunity working together with the Sand Parks team to, to basically rekindle this particular history. We then redid the station, which is now standing today, and we had an opportunity to then again do something exciting and historical on the 100-year-old bridge by putting up that beautiful train that you know as uh, Kruger Shalati train on the bridge. Uh, I know that the 25th of October just passed. Are there any major celebrations that are going to happen? Because the century is a long time. It is a long time. I think we've been doing a, a lot of campaigns in and around the area, um, running promotions, just really communicating the beauty of the story. Um, so we, we are celebrating it in however little a way that we can. That's Jerry Mabena, CEO Mutsamai Tourism Group. And for more information, for those uh, that are keen these days, I'm now I'm now into Kruger National Park. And of course, I was introduced to it through our relationship with SAFM, which is really, really fantastic. Um, for more information, where do we go? You, you can get, uh, in terms of if you want to come visit us, you can go to reservations.krugershalati.com. And if you are looking to to do any kind of uh, media, you can actually contact releases at Phoenix Collective World. Jerry Mabena, thank you so much for joining us and have yourself a great weekend. Thank you very much and thanks for the opportunity. Bye-bye for now. That's Jerry Mabena, CEO, Motamai Tourism Group.